The Carmichael Dave Show. He's on the microphone when he's not on the microphone. He's playing a song, and when he's not playing a song, he's on the microphone, and then boom! With Jason Ross. No, he didn't! Yes, he did! Call or text at 916-339-1140. It's The Carmichael Dave Show with Jason Ross on Sacktown Sports. Welcome back. Carmichael Dave, Jason Ross. Final hour of the program. Uh, Jason, sometimes you just, oh, you are the funniest person in the world. Oh, man. I mean, you really- I got myself. <laughs> sometimes Jason will just, something will just squeak out and, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's really, really funny. By the way, last night on, uh, last night after the game, it's one of my favorite things to do. And I'm only going to say it on here. So the people, uh, on Twitter can't see it. Uh, there's a picture I got years ago that I've <laughs> always saved. It's a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle, which is a, if you don't know, it's a Kentucky bourbon that is like insanely hard to find. And it's super duper expensive, right? Like thousands of dollars, right? Chris, like really expensive. That yes. Much? And wow. I want to wow. say. It is Anthony Bourdain that kind of made it made it big a thing because okay. before it used to sell for like seventy five to a hundred dollars. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Now it's like you can't get it. It's almost like a status symbol amongst bourbon people. Well, it's it's you know well known to anybody that knows me. I don't drink. But Somebody la- references it in a movie. Pappy Van Winkle, or are you thinking of Popeye? No, <laughs> I'm feeling Vince Vaughn. Owen Wilson, but not Wedding Crash. Certainly not Swingers. Owen wasn't in that. Hmm. Glenn, any Glenn will do. The internship? The interns? Well, internship? Just, I'll just try Maybe. here, Vince. I don't know. Anyway, I, when you said that name, I'm not a drinker as well, but I just I felt like I heard that. Let's see. Vince Vaughn and Pappy Van Winkle. I could be making this up. It could be. Uh, yeah, the internship? The internship, Inter- yeah, about ordering Pappy. Vince Vaughn in the bathroom doing yes, whatever. Yes, apparently. Wow. Okay. Anyway. No. So you posted the picture. It's a very good poll. So I post a picture, which I, I got offline like years ago, and I just save, and I do this like once a year. And I just simply say tough loss, and it's a picture of the bottle of Pappy Van Winkle, about half full, and there's a, uh, a glass next to it. That looks like it's filled with some sort of Pepsi or Diet Coke. Okay. And, and you know, Pappy Van Winkle. And let me tell you, dude. You don't do that. <laughs> the triggeration. Did it happen again last night? Oh, my God, Jason. Uh, this is going to anger the bourbon crowd. Uh, hold on. Just because it was a tough loss doesn't mean you have to punish the bourbon with a Coke. <laughs> nah, what the hell? How'd you get that? I'm not even a whiskey guy, and I've heard of that stuff being impossible to get. Um but it's there, there's less of that. More offended that. Please don't COVID. tell me you mixed it. Got yeah, it. people are they lose their sense. It's like putting ketchup on wagyu. Mm. Yeah, so that's like a big insult. Okay, it's kind of like what Alan was talking about yesterday, like fruit in the beer, but that's like worse. Okay, I yeah. will say this: 
if you were to go, if it was you, Me. and you were to buy Pappy Van Winkle, yeah. and you decided that you thought it would taste better with Diet Coke, yeah. then you should drink it that way. Exactly. Because you bought it, it's yours, yep. you should enjoy it it's how you choice. want to. Would I do that? No. No. <laughs> I want to agree with you because I feel like you're, that's the nice thing to say for you. But then if I do see somebody so like- So like if you offered that to me, yeah. I could get the hell out of here. What is wrong with right. you? <laughs> but then if but if I agree with what you said and I go with it, again, that seems like the nice thing to say. Yeah. That means that if I'm sitting with a buddy and we're having a couple of nice ribeyes or New Yorks yeah. and he's just douching it with Heinz ketchup. But that's the way they like it. I can't yeah. bitch at him for it. See, like the other thing was like if say that that's the type of bourbon you like, it's like, oh, I need a uh, Diet Coke and- whiskey i wouldn't give you my best stuff no god no <laughs> but i no nah, my wife's the bourbon person i don't yeah. she knows all about that i don't know yeah. she does uh what is it bullet and ginger ale or woodford and ginger ale okay that's her thing it tastes like window cleaner to me mm. <sighs> people take on pay a lot of money for it Same for the inside uh 1982 the uh 49ers beat the Bengals 26 21 i believe that was montana over kenny anderson i think you're right i think yeah. so in detroit Pontiac the Pontiac Silverdome, Silverdome yes. which is like one of the greatest names for. I don't know yeah. why. Yeah, that one stuck. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I gotta think they still probably call it the Silverdome, even though it's yeah not no. anything silver about it. Uh, 1985, 38, 16 over the Dolphins. This one I probably have the least, and this was Montana Marino. Yeah, in Stanford. Yeah, Stanford Stadium. So it was up until was Marino a rookie or a second year? Guy. I think he was in his. I think he was in his second year. I think he was drafted out of Pitt in '83. Okay. Yeah, class of '83 with uh, Ken so, O'Brien. Yeah, it was the '84 season. Yeah, yeah. Super Bowl. Okay. Um, I don't have a lot of memories about this other than a the Niners won, b they won pretty comfortably, and c I think up until uh, what was it Tampa Bay? I think this is the closest anybody had to a home Super Bowl, mm-hmm. even though it technically wasn't. Right. But you know, Palo Alto versus South San Francisco, where yeah. Candlestick was. Um. 20 to 16 over the Bengals is the one I I very much remember. That's John Taylor, 94 seconds. Yeah. Um Joe Montana story with what John Candy, right? That's absolutely yeah. right. That was that was that was Super Bowl number three for Joe Montana. Uh and then one of my dear, dear friends is a Broncos fan, and I never let him forget. 55 10 in 1990 over John Elway's Broncos. That was Yeah. That was just great. And then you're sitting with four Super Bowls. You won one in 82, 85, 89, and 90. So you've won four in 10 years, which means you're going on average every two-plus years to a Super Bowl and winning one. You're 4-0. and oh. Yeah. So five years. It takes, you, it takes you five years to get to your next one where you're playing the Chargers. And that was Steve Young. Yeah, with and, a bunch of playoff appearances that they went far in between. Sure. Just not the Super Bowl, yeah. Just just, just weren't there. And, uh, I, I mean, honestly, that was... That was a shellacking. It really... You know, it's funny, too, that we... I've always thought this, though. We look at that as, like, when we think about Young versus the Chargers as, like, this insane shellacking that it was... But it wasn't as much of a shellacking as over Elway. Right, the 55-10. This was, what, 49-26? Yeah, but isn't it weird when you think about it that we talk more about the shellacking there versus the... uh, the, They boat raced Mm. the Chargers, but they dog-walked the Broncos. Here's the Chargers, though. From the 44, they fake it to Floyd. Young to the air. Young to Jerry Rice. Touchdown. 
down San Francisco. At the 49-yard line. Young this time gives it, or fakes it to Floyd, then throws to Waters, who breaks a couple of tackles, and there goes Ricky for a touchdown. Kindle from the five. Young to Floyd. Touchdown. <laughs> After the timeout. And the Chargers blitz, but Young gets it off to Ricky Waters for the touchdown. Well, I'll tell you, the Chargers don't blitz much. Next Sunday, it's third and 13 at the 15 after the timeout. Young throws, Jerry Rice, touchdown. <laughs> Box with the foreign languages that are broadcasting being Here's Rice making the catch, stretching and reaching. Touchdown, San Francisco. A clinic. Touchdown. Yeah. Six touchdowns. Al Michaels. Yeah. I also believe that was the same Super Bowl where the Budweiser Frogs first appeared. Oh. Bud. Those? Yeah. Was the Bud Bowl happening then? Yeah. I used to love the Bud Bowl, man. How great was the Bud the Bowl? The Bud Bowl was, oh, man. And I was really? in oh, You was loved the Bud in, Bowl? We used to loved argue. the Bud Bowl. Hadn't had a sip of beer yeah. or a can of beer in my life. But, man, at school, we would take sides. I remember betting what was then the biggest currency we had in school, those red uh, jawbreaker fireballs. Yeah. Was it Bud versus Bud Light? It was Bud versus Bud Light. Yeah. So and, in that Bud Bowl, uh, Budweiser beat Bud Light 26-24. And it was always like some comeback. What? 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 How does he know that? Well, because we all remember. I looked it up. Yeah. He's got a computer. <laughs> think I don't have stats um, on the Bud Bowl? Oh, yeah. There's a whole, yeah, there's a whole Wikipedia page with the or results. Or the averages. Uh yeah exactly well uh, and and there was always some crazy comeback it was never a blowout I think one year didn't they didn't they get stupid and put like Bud Dry in there one year I feel like wasn't or, there a spoof with like the fridge refrigerator like yeah, a bigger version yes, or something yes 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 there was hundred percent tall can or tall bottle there's really no doubt that the heavyweight the world heavyweight champion of Super Bowl commercials is 100% Anheuser-Busch. And I don't know that there's a close second. What, the Clydesdales? So you got the Clydesdales. You have the Bud Bowl. You have Spuds McKenzie. You have the Frogs. You have, what is it? You know, that oh, whole yeah. thing. I hated that. The year, but they have had so many, like, I, uh, uh, the one where um, one year, I think it was maybe uh, the Whitney Houston year. It might have been 91. Uh, they ran the... Uh, Oh, God, the soldiers are coming off the plane in the airport, and they get the ovation, and it's all mm. like, thank you for your service. And it's like, you know, like, those always get me. Military reunions, stuff like that. They got all over that. Yeah, the Clydesdales, which are I, the icon of iconics. Yeah. Um, I mean, Geico has done some good ones. <laughs> the Chips have done, you know, Doritos and all that. They've done some good ones. What was Who did Puppy Monkey Baby? Oh, I don't know. Wasn't that a chip? Frito? Oh, I... I think no. it was like a website. Yeah, was, you might yeah, be right. Dot com. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll definitely get into commercials. Here's another thing, though. I, I And we'll get back to the Niners here. But here's another thing. Can we stop leaking the commercials? Right. Please. Can we leak them after? Oh, I've got a great idea. You know how we're talking about commercials? What we should do is something so bad that they won't allow it as a commercial so we don't have to pay for the commercial. Ooh. And then we put it online. This is the commercial that the that the NFL doesn't want you to see. Yes, and then we don't have to pay for it at all. Right? It will. You know what it should be, and I got it. This will tie into the whole show. It should be the prank we pull on Kyle for eating our food and the aftermath. And be like, can't see that. I don't know how you turn that into a commercial. 
we'll find Kyle, a way. Kyle's just going through. We're like, want to work? <laughs> Come on down. Uh, I purposely left them out, but fine. And then you have 2013, Ravens 34, Niners 31. Actually a great Super Bowl. It was weird. The lights go out. That was the whole thing. That was yeah. the lights out. The kick Super return. Bowl. But then the Niners, I mean, got didn't they? Yeah, they had four four plays inside the 10, right, for yes. the eventual yes. win. And I yes. remember at the time everybody was ripping them for, I think they threw all four. To Crabtree, wasn't it? Wasn't a couple it? of them, right. yeah, if yeah. not all of them, yeah. And then uh, they had, you know, that one was they almost came back and got it versus the Ravens, but they fell short. Then you had the... Uh, <laughs> the 10-point lead in the fourth against then, the Chiefs. Then the 21-0. Uh, in the fourth quarter, yeah. that was it. So, so four wins now, two losses. Uh, just hurry up and get here. Yeah. Also, should be on a Saturday. Nah. You like no. Super Bowl Sunday? Yeah. Monday should be a holiday. Or that's I, either. I, I I'm fine with either way. It's not like we have an early show. Oh wait. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Exactly. Hmm. Gross. Uh, Jason, that was an insane poll, the Vince Vaughn thing. That's from the 209. And from the 916, there is a local dog named Bark Purdy. You can go vote for him. <laughs> for what? I don't, yeah, for what? What are we voting for? What are for? we? <laughs> what? For being a local dog? Right. Good job, local dog. Bark Purdy. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Bark Purdy. I would do that if I was getting a new dog. We'll take a break when we come back. Uh, the Heat. Cool off the Kings. I see what you did there with the headline. Uh, Miami's player-only meeting outweighed the Kings' talent and effort, and uh, we've got post-game analysis for you right after this. Waking you up with the best in local sports. They just make it interesting, you know? It's the Carmichael Dave Show with Jason Ross. On Sacktown Sports. Southern on the left side, working against Fox. Isolated there on that left wing. Bumps into him, gets the edge of the paint, kicks it out on top. Love steps into the three and he hits it. Kevin Love doing what he's done his entire career. Makes his 55th three-pointer of the season. Miami has its biggest lead of the early evening. It's 17-12. to 12. That's seven straight points for the Heat. Second one for Sabonis. Missed them both. He still hasn't scored. With 10 seconds from the midpoint of the second quarter. On the right wing, Terry Rozier feeds the baseline. Up and under, run to the rim, and a score by Caleb Martin. Kings are getting blown out in South Florida. Kings not having a great three-point night. They're 10 of 29. That's 35%. A little subpar. Butler in the paint. Kicks to the corner. Got a three on the way. It's good. Terry Rozier. Miami has opened up a 10-point lead. We're in the final two minutes of this third. McGee, a sweeping hook around and out. No good from the right baseline. Force some tough bounces now for the Kings. Shooting 45% for the ball game. Heater at 52%. Hero sets up the alley-oop. Bam with a spike. Oh, he had to reach way toward the Raptors to get his hand on that one. But he emphatically threw it down. Gives it up to Butler. Butler's just milking the clock now. Difference between the clocks, five seconds. Miami fans coming to their feet and mass. Franchise win number 1,500 to be achieved in five more seconds. Yeah, well, that's how it ended. As G-Man said, Kings just couldn't they couldn't score uh, yeah. for stretches. Who, who has trouble scoring in Miami? <laughs> I, I mean, did. my goodness. Mike Brown said they outworked them. The bottom, bottom line, I, I, we're going to give uh, 
the, the Heat a lot of credit. They no. just, I thought they outworked us tonight. Um, the first half, you know, we had 11 deflections and we're, we're big on deflections. It kind of gives us gives us an idea of what our activity level is. And and uh, we had 11 deflections in the first half, which was pretty good. I thought in the first half we missed a lot of open shots. We uh, we took some pretty good shots that we missed, um, but. Um, we were active defensively, and that's what kept us in the game. And then, then the second half, um, we had three deflections the whole second half. And for us, again, that's a that's a telltale sign that we weren't active enough uh, on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, and you saw that. Yeah, I mean, the, they. What was the the pregame stat? Was it Jordy? For, no, it was uh, Jay Triano said something like, "When we get." I don't know what it was, 20 deflections or something in the game. They have some crazy awesome yeah. record. Yeah, and they tailed off. I mean, I actually I did think it stretches. They did play good defense, um, but the offense let them down last night. They had trouble scoring, going against that zone, missing threes. Yep. Uh, the bench got completely outplayed. Yes, again. And, yeah, and that's the thing I think sometimes, too, when you – again, Miami has this players-only meeting. Spolstra seemed grumpy before the game, didn't really talk to the media. Um well, basically, in a losing streak, the, the most of the, the shine or the blame, I guess, in this case, would go to the starters. So those role players thought they could make a, an sure. impact, and I thought those guys came in. Uh, Richardson was incredible. Kevin Love, you go down the line. We talked about Jaime Hawkes earlier, Caleb Martin. Those guys all completely outplayed the Kings. They 100% did. And that goes back a little bit to what we talked about in Memphis off of Katie's point, that when you have these guys that are getting opportunities, they yep. – they can take those opportunities and absolutely run with them. Uh, you talked about shooting and the issues. Keegan Murray, according to Mike Brown, is the only one making shots. We got we got a couple wide open looks, and um, you know the, the reality of it is Keegan is the only one that really shot the three ball well. He's seven for eleven, but uh, if you take if you take Keegan out, you know we're five for uh, I don't know what's that twenty nine. Yeah, five for 29 uh, with the rest of the group. And, uh, you know, if if you're open, you got to let it fly. And I felt our guys were open on some of those. And so I'm okay with uh, just thinking back on most of the looks that we got. We're, we know we're a good three-point shooting team. Um, and you just hope that they go in. Yeah. They didn't. No. They didn't go in, and, you know, look, that's, I think, the difference between the level they're at now and the level that I think they will make it, make it to is when when the Kings' shots aren't following, they're pretty much not going to win the game. And, and by the way, that's the same for every team. Yeah. What I would like to see more of as this team grows is their shots aren't falling, great. We're going to make it up on the defensive end, and we're going to grind this game out. And I think that's the difference between cute little first and second round teams, and we can compete for a championship team. And they're just they just aren't there yet. Yeah, and the other thing, it's never on one person and anything like this. But I mean, Fox, if we do the average thing again, what he's a twenty four, twenty five, twenty seven, sometimes twenty nine a game guy. Yeah. I mean, he had thirteen. I mean, he just, and he was off. He didn't have the same kind of impact in the game. And no. If Fox is living in that neighborhood, I think the game's different, but he didn't, to the credit to the Heat. Well, and that's the thing. That's that's where you really get sad about losing this game, which I think was very, very winnable. The 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 I won't say that he played they didn't play bad. But they beat the Kings by nine. They beat the Kings by nine, and it just seemed it was there for the taking. It was what, a one, two point, two point game at the half? 
uh, after the Kings were down big. They did that with Barnes scoring nine, Fox scoring 13, Monk scoring six, and Monk and Fox alone were a combined seven of 24. Add in Harrison Barnes, and that's 11 of 37 from two guys that you rely on every night and one guy that really had been making some inroads in Harrison Barnes lately. Yeah, so those three kind of, I mean, yeah, they, they did let him down. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll do some scouting uh, for you on the uh, Kings opponent tomorrow night. The Pacers, they are in action tonight. Plus, what else to watch tonight and uh, what else to pay attention to tonight right here on Sacktown Sports. Your sports fix. Live and local. The Carmichael Dave Show with Jason Ross. The Super Bowl this year for CBS will be using a total of 165 cameras, three drones, five sky cams, 24 robotic cameras. 20 end zone pylon cameras. Well, there's only eight pylons, right? Yeah, but multiple in each pylon. Wait. What? How many pylons? Eight. One, two, three, four. Five, oh, seven. the ones on the um on the end zones. No, no, no. The ones for the on the chains for the first down marker. No, but that's not in the end. That's yeah, not they're not putting a camera on that. Is no. there one in the? Wait, t- tell me how many number of the, uh, there's. There's twenty end zone pylon cameras. Oh, okay. Huh. Yeah, there's not one in the back middle. No, it's the corners. Hmm. But then I'm trying to think like, what would you put multiple ones on the pylons for? Like, well, there's going to probably be one straight across the straight goal across, line, and then one, and then one maybe going up the sideline. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe they're above. Yeah, maybe. Okay, maybe they're counting that. 24 cameras with 4K zoom capability and six doink cameras inside the uprights. Plus, the Super Bowl will also be simulcast on Nickelodeon. Yeah, first time. 19 interesting. Yeah. 19 TV mobile units, 49 replay machines, six sets, TV sets. Huh? Right? Uh, and 23 augmented reality cameras. What does that do? That's some sort of Apple Vision thing. Will you watch any of it on Nickelodeon? You know, I'll probably... I I, I, I enjoyed it the time I did. The last yeah. couple times I haven't. I watched... What was the one this year? The Andy's Room, like the Toy Story one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was fine. With the dog for the uh-huh. first down? Yeah. Um, I will every year. You know, the we talked about the Bud Bowl earlier. Uh, I do love watching... I, honestly... No joke. And every year it gets less and less, but for about the last good solid 10-year run of watching the Puppy Bowl with my Dork. kids. Oh, Not just, once. No? Never yeah. watched? Oh, it's and just. I, seems cute. I just never the had. puppy scores, and then, like, they go to the kitty cam, and, oh, it's just, that's where Bark Purdy. We're going to have a local dog. There was more context oh. on that. That's where Bark Purdy's going. I okay. uh, love the Puppy Bowl. 
was hoping Burn Doggo Silva would get a chance. Didn't though. No. And I was I was just thinking about this last night. I have I don't know what I'm going to do for Super Bowl. I haven't even thought about it. Do I want to go somewhere and be around people? Nope. <laughs> well, are you saying that is something you wouldn't want to do or what you think I, I want to do? I think that's something that you don't want to do. I don't. I don't know what your overall thought is or what you're, but um, I think I know what you might be doing before I, the Super Bowl. What's that? Watching the Kings. Watching the, are they on? They play Super Bowl Sunday. They do? Uh-huh. Wait, I'm just finding this out? Yeah, I guess so. Ew. I'm not. Wait. They play at noon. Oh, so they kind of lead into the Super Bowl? Yeah. I'm okay. I guess I'm okay with that. Poor Kings, though. Are you, though? Well, because then what? You miss all the pregame? No, you're going to be freaking out about the Kings That's and then going true. to the Niners game, and you're going to be freaking out about the Niners. Well, you could, oh, have one, you could have one heck of a Monday. Oh, my God. That. Because they, they're playing at Oklahoma City mm-hmm. on Super Bowl Sunday? Yeah. They don't even get to watch the game. Well, that's what I'm wondering. No, well, that's I'm honestly curious. We got to find that out. Are they going to stay in Oklahoma City to watch the game? Or are they going to be on a plane? Plane to Phoenix, right? Yeah, but the game's going to end at like two something. Okay, you staying? Game starts at three something. Yeah, that's. I think it's you're about, staying in OKC just to stay and watch the game, which you can. Yeah, I guess. like maybe I, mean, I know that'd Leave be a, Monday uh, Sunday morning. Well, uh, wait, Monday morning. If I'm the Kings, what I do? I will. You take a team vote. If they say yeah, then you have like you have the OKC set them up in some like and room. Then fly later. Yeah, and then just fly fly after the game. Whatever set- decision they make, you're gonna say that's what, this is the reason why they didn't win. In the Phoenix. reason they didn't win <laughs> is because they stuck around to watch the game, stay in a Phoenix and get some rest. Yeah, get focused. Or the reason they didn't win is they were on a plane during the Super Bowl and they they missed out on this chance for bonding. I mean, I'm sure they could probably watch it on the plane, maybe. Yeah, it's oh. tough to watch. It'd be all scraggly. Yeah. And and, and and I didn't realize that. Yeah. I don't know. So you're right. I don't want to go anywhere. Yeah, that's a fact. But then it's like, do I want to have a Super Bowl party? Not a party, but like, do I want to have people over? You don't. I'm going to say you don't. Nah, I don't want to <laughs> do that either. Here's the you're thing. You're going to watch the game at home. I think I'm going to watch the game at home. And make some fun food. I'm going to have a bunch of food, watch the game at the house. Yeah. Because here's you the thing. You give two games to watch. And I don't want it. It'd be one thing if it was like the Chiefs and the Lions. Well, maybe I'd go somewhere. Maybe I'd have people over. But this is too. This is business. So I don't want to have a Super Bowl party and my wife and business. all the friends and they're just sitting around being like, "Oh, the commercial blah, 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 during the game," which is what would happen. I don't want that. I want everyone. If you're coming over, you better focus on the game. Let me ask you the odds right now of a two-zero sweep. 1-1 split, 0-2. And each each of the 1-1 splits, Kings win or Niners win. Yeah. I know what would make you the happiest. Well, yeah. The Niners team is the most important. Yes. Yes, I will trade the Kings for the Niners in this case, yeah. yes. Um, I would say the odds are uh, the odds on favorite would have to be an 0-2. I knew you were going to well, say but, that. But no, but for real, like, think about it. The, the Niners are favored. Well, but they shouldn't be. And the Kings okay. are definitely not going to be favored in Oklahoma City. And they've beat them eight times in a row. But they're... In Oklahoma City. Okay. All right. Yeah, because none of those wins were in Oklahoma yeah. City. All right, guys. Guys. <laughs> you want to say something else? <laughs> Let me ask you something. Let's go to the whole uh, case of $200,000 in it. You got to bet one way or the other. Are you betting one and one? Over 0 and 2? I think one and one's the safest bet. 
You do. Uh-huh. So you would put your money on either the Niners or the Kings. Would Two win chances Sunday. at a win. One win. Chris? I would put my money on 0 and 2. I think that's, a, I mean, screw Vegas. I feel like that's the safest bet. I would say 0 2 1 1 2 0. 2 0 would be great, though. Mm. Wouldn't it? Yeah. If 2 0 happens, Monday's going to be so great. I'll bring something in. I don't know what. I'll bring in my pastrami slicer. I'll yeah. slice pastrami for you guys on the air. You can plug it in underneath. I thought you were just going to bring in the slicer. Hey, guys, look at this. <laughs> hey, what can we slice we'll up? Here's paper. an M&M. Um, but, yeah, like, if, if your team is in the Super Bowl, yeah, I don't know. I just want to watch the game. Right. Like, you don't want to. And then and then here's the worst, though. If your team's in the Super Bowl and they, they lose, you're going to have, like, rando, like, friends that aren't, like, that into sports that are like, hey, man, they played hard. And yeah. Like, Shut up! It's probably, honestly, the most enjoyable to watch a Super Bowl when you literally have no care. Yes, 100%. Okay. I think a couple years ago, it was the Rams-Bengals. I'm like, who do you want? I'm like, I don't care. I really yeah, don't it's, care. It's whatever. I don't. If the Rams win, fine. Bengals win, fine. Just didn't care. Okay, which friend do you hate more watching the game? The person that's like doesn't care about the game but is like rooting for you? Or the person that... They don't care, but they know that you're rooting for someone, so they root for the other team. Oh, God. I'll, no, I'll boot that person. I, I can't be around that person. I don't do good at the whole, like, I'm going to troll you in sport. I, I don't do yeah. – and I admit it. Like, yeah. I don't. What do you do well in sports? I do well in when my team Doom wins well. and I'm surrounded by people that are also rooting for that team and are watching and paying attention and not screwing around. Stop screwing around. Yeah. To your job. Yes. Like, when Florida State loses, in, like, if they lose a big game, like, that's the only time I really block people on Twitter. It's like, and I'm, I admit it. I'm like, I can't handle it. Like, I'm that guy. I can't handle it. Why? Because people get after you? Oh, 100%. Here's Robert Ory. Block. Oh, Niners. Oh, here's a gif of Calvin peeing on the block. And, like, I admit that it's small of me and I'm hypocritical. Like, I'll wear that. Like, no problem. I can't. I am not mentally strong enough to handle it. When my team loses, I want, okay, I don't want to die, but, like, I want to go into a coma for a while. Like, does that make sense? Like, I just want to go into a coma. I want to go into Aaron Rodgers' little retreat. Ah. That was absolutely insane. I don't want to be around anyone. How blown away would you be, Chris, if it turned out that I had a Super Bowl party at my house and it was all KGK listeners? Like everyone from the Whoa, chat and everybody. That has a point zero 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 one chance of happening. Which is more likely, the A's, C's operations. Didn't we go to a listener's house one time? Yeah, yes. we did. Delivered we, goodies. We delivered a whole Super Bowl setup, yeah, didn't we? couch and giant TV. TV. And, yeah. Balloons. We brought in everything. Yeah, we brought. Uh, did we bring pizza? Yeah, I think so. And I can't remember. Were they like, oh, my God? Or was that the one where they were like, hey, thanks? <laughs> yeah, well, I thought was, they were pretty excited. Were they pretty excited? I, yeah, they were very excited. They yeah. were? Okay, that wasn't that one then. Remember when we used to have a Super Bowl party? Yes. Huge. The first time, I, I think I, I was only uh, an intern for like a month or two, and it was insane. Yeah. Well, and we used to have it uh, down the street, right? At the Red Lion or whatever We've that is? We've done that. They've yeah. been at, uh, what's the golf course? Uh, uh, Wood, Wood Creek? Yeah. Yeah. We've had them several different places. Um, and why did we stop them? Don't know. Good question. Uh, I know the one. Uh, oh, man, I'm out of cash. That. Uh, I know the one. Someone won, like, the, wasn't, like, 
I don't know, it was a million dollars. Like it's a thousand, like, I want to say it's $10,000. Oh, was that the Devin Hester return? Yeah, yeah. I, I remember return. that too. Yeah. Also, that was the uh, Prince halftime show. Yeah. <clears throat> Just stop me, guys, because I'm pretty sure this is okay because it's so long ago and I won't get specific. But, like, didn't we pause them because didn't, like, one of our people get hammered and fall in the fountain or something? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's oh, a real, really? That's a real thing. That, I think, I think so. that might be both. Yeah, it was like. We, we, <laughs> our people can't be trusted like i won't be specific obviously but back in the day we used to did what, what we call them the case to k girls mm-hmm. and <laughs> and you know we they they come around for events and they had like special case to k outfits that they'd wear and they'd just be there and yeah. i think didn't one of them just get just get housed and like Start swimming in the fountain? I, that I don't know. Yeah. Was it also the Super Bowl one where we had, didn't one of our guys in promotions like total a golf cart? Yeah. No, that was at a golf. That was a golf event. Oh, yeah. okay. We used to do golf events too. Yeah. Until someone wrecked a golf cart. <laughs> yeah. Good guy we too. We can't be trusted. Right? I know we did one with Tom Flores doing a chalk talk once somewhere. That Remember was that? that the, the Bears and. and uh, oh, that was the Hester Col- one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Colts Bears. Yeah. Well, maybe I should just pick up the torch. You o- should open up the house. Yeah, bring people over. Okay, Dave's starting the invite. Who's coming? Careful putting this out there because if you say something, you actually have to do it. I said maybe I should, and I'm Pick saying you torch. should keep it at maybe I should. Yeah, I know because we have rules. Lawyers are going to pop up. You said it. Now you have to do it. Well, let me think about that. It sounds really appealing to me. I think it would be amazing to have be sitting there watching the Niners get whooped by the Chiefs and have Chris Guerrero next to me. Like, hey man, you want what some? if you hosted the KHDK staff? I would have had get-togethers for the KHDK staff before, but I was, why are you laughing? Turn your mic on. Stop hiding. <laughs> you stop hiding. But but why are you laughing? Because there's no way you would ever invite us over. Here's the thing. If I, I'd said this before. My worry is that I do something like that and like four people come. That's your worry. That's, yes. That's, your hope is that nobody shows. That's our staff. But I mean, that's a good point. I would. Did we talk about this last year? Wasn't I going to have a, a pool party? You mentioned it. I mentioned it. Yeah. When you found out about somebody else's party. Yeah. That's oh, right. right. Yeah. It was Nick's party. I remember that. Am I not allowed to say that? That's yeah. okay, right? It happened. Yeah. And everybody went to that one. I mean, I didn't go. I didn't either. I wasn't invited. I wasn't invited. Yeah. All right. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll go. We'll think about this a little bit okay. more. Okay. Uh, and we'll take the fifth caller right now. One eight hundred nine two zero eleven forty for PBR tickets. The toughest sport on dirt returns for the Wrangler Long Live Cowboys Classic. Hit up the Folsom Lake Honda Hotline right now. Looking for caller number five to win a pair of tickets to experience the world's greatest eight second man versus beast duel. For more information, go to sacktownsports.com. Crosstalk celebrity birthdays next. The San Francisco 49ers, the Kansas City Chiefs. It's Super Bowl 58, live from Las Vegas, Sunday, February 11th on Sacktown Sports. <coughs> oh, this cold. Honey? <laughs> honey? Honey, you need DayQuil Severe Honey. DayQuil Severe Honey gives you powerful cold and flu symptom relief with a honey-licious taste. Because life doesn't stop for a cold. Okay, I'm ready to go. <coughs> now I'm getting a cold. 
Honey. Try Dayquil Severe Honey for powerful cold and flu relief. Dayquil Severe with honey flavor. The daytime coughing, aching, stuffy head, fever, honeylicious, power through your day, medicine. Use as directed. Keep out of reach of children. The latest headlines, the biggest stories, hard-hitting analysis. Yeah, this is none of those things. And now, here's Carmichael, Dave, and Jason Ross. Yeah! yeah. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that's my That's my shirt. That's my shirt. Really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. Uh, Tomorrow. I'm going to skip the, uh, the the dumb little thing I do with what? the... With, yeah, because well, yeah, I want to talk to you guys. Dumb little thing. Oh, well, you know, what's the day? What's the time? No, I, we were talking about you today on the show. Because... Uh, I did the opposite. It was way too short today. I had to lift it up. Well, I did the same as you. I had to lift mine up, too. I don't know who's been sitting. Talk about the seat. It's awesome. Been sitting. <laughs> um, so I was talking about your uh, your big age report that got a ton of traction. That's how our friend Casey Pratt picked that up as well. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to be very careful when I talked about it on the air and I talked about it on Twitter that, like, no shade at you or Casey. Sure. You guys did your job. I'm sure it's a great source. There's, like, no chance of that happening. But I want to know why it was leaked. What do you mean? I want to know why somebody, like, it's your source. Someone chose to do it. Right. Like, it's your source. I don't know who they are, and obviously I won't ask. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they're sourcey enough for you to run with it and for Casey Mm -hmm. to, you like, this isn't like Fred down the street. This is somebody. And so, to me, there's, like, no chance of that happening, like, at all. So why is that being put out there? Like, what's the chess move there? Yeah, I mean, for me, it was more conversational. Yeah. And then I asked for clearance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was given to me. It wasn't like, hey, here's some information if you want it. Sure. So that's, so you, it wasn't, yeah. I'll, all right, I'll ask this. And, and, and no is always obviously an acceptable answer. Are you comfortable with saying in what world that source works in? In other words? No. Yeah. No. Team source, fan source. No. Major League Baseball source. No. no. Okay, I'm just asking. Just doing my job. I don't know either. If there's if there's That's no, not if Chris there's, is like, I know. <laughs> if there's no point, because it's not going to happen. No, it's not. There's no way. There's then no chance. Why do you need it? You have you have a better chance to start the 2025 season as their one as their uh, ace. I am. I'm on, just saying. I am on track. And Chris, uh, players association it. would never go for it. Number yeah. one, uh, they're not going to go for losing that many jobs. Baseball would not take that black That's eye. Right. You're going to have an unbalanced schedule. Yes. Like there's no no chance of it happening. But there's a reason they put it out. We saw a comment, or I saw a comment on our clip on YouTube, and somebody said this happened with the Browns in the 90s. When they moved from uh, Baltimore or two or whichever way. Yeah, they just changed. Yeah, they went to. Remember that? Maybe they took a season off. I don't know. I don't no, know. they moved them and then they got a new franchise. They got a new yeah, franchise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got an expansion the, franchise. But I don't. Yeah, no, they didn't take they a never, season They off. never took a season off. And you can't. I mean, it just wouldn't work schedule wise. It wouldn't. Eh. Well, they were out of. They didn't have football for a while because the Cleveland Browns went to Baltimore. Right, right. But then they got a new team. Then but it got, wasn't right away. Yeah. I think it was a couple It was of like years. three, four years later. Yeah. I see. Yeah, with Hart The Martindale. Cleveland Browns went to Baltimore, so C- Cleveland like did Browns not have any Brown. football that's for right. a while. But that's they right. never suspended no, the Browns that's operation. That's right. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So, yeah. There's a yeah. play there, though, and I want to know what it is. Is it a play? Because here's the other thing. The big three, th- th- Jeff Passan, Ken Rosenthal, and I, oh, John Heyman. 
uh, arguably the big three when it comes to baseball coverage, have all put out yeah. articles in the last week about how this thing's in trouble. Here's the thing. We we know the game. We know that they know front offices. They know major league corporate and all that. They they know where their 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 milk is is squeezed. Yeah, you know, sure, sure. thank you. I think they're, we all do. Yeah, yeah. right. They're not there there is a play going on right now. Yeah. A chess move go is it pressure on Fisher? Is it leverage on Salt Lake City and Sacramento? Is it the Angelo sale at one point seven? The fact that Fisher's trying to sell equity at a valuation of two billion and he'd be lucky to get one billion for non ownership controlling. We went into that today boringly, but that was my fault. Selling minority shares is not the same valuation as selling controlling shares. Right. He'd be lucky to get a billion dollars. That's half of what he's asking for. Something's going on, and I just right. want to know what it is. So can you talk to your people? Because I don't have the sources like I, To me, if just my opinion as far as why this would even get floated around, it feels like it would be, it would be heat on Fisher, right? Because yeah. you can't allow this to happen. People already feel like Fisher's dog walked Major League Baseball. Not so, boat race, dog yeah, walked. So I, I don't think that I don't think that this is a Fisher play. Wouldn't Fisher want this though? Is he it, would. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would. But yeah. I think if they were trying to maybe spring this on people, yeah. now they can't do that. Okay. And uh, all right, just looking at the time. Thanks to Sacktown Sports. Absolutely, yeah. you love that. You got Sports Illustrated. Even though I mean, yeah. they fired everybody, but you got in there. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's left on severance. Yeah. Uh, and you. Yeah. And you. You. <laughs> Me. It's always you. I floated the idea that yeah. you can get rid of this whole 65-game thing yeah. in the NBA. We ended it. We we solved the problem. You guys texting? Wait, no, not we. I ended up I did. He's being, uh, he's being a guy. Ah, the nice. whole thing is this, Alan. Uh, you know, guy leads the majors in uh, home runs with 50, not point six. Mm-hmm. Guy leads the majors with 134 RBI, not point eight. Mm-hmm. NBA is just doing it all wrong. Okay. We should award points, rebounds, assists, steals, and blocks to total. And then you bake in the 65 games thing. You take that away. It's just that simple. You look at the points leaders right now. You look at points per game, one through five. Looks completely different when you go to total points. Shea Gilgis Alexander's got a nice big lead. And Joel Embiid goes from first to sixth. Hmm. Why don't we just, the NBA, unlike football, what does football do? Football does, you know, 4,000 yards. They do 25 touchdowns. They do what? Imagine Barry Bonds' record year. 0.416 home runs. No, you go with total. I just think the number's too big for all of it. Like, I think if we were maybe just doing points, it's okay. But I can't remember 4,000 rebounds or 4,000 points, 2,224 rebounds and 500 You don't have to, though. That's what I'm saying. I, for the you know, awards, it's fine, but yeah. if you're trying to change the conversation yeah. around basketball, I just don't. You think can see you're to go 30, 15, and five. Yeah, exactly. You're, yeah, you're that's not, my point. But that's per. Yeah, but that, that's the thing. You don't have to like. It's not illegal to use averages anymore. I mean, they use average strikeouts per game for pitchers and different things. Sure. I'm saying, but for the awards, yeah, I I'm hear just you. Saying, go to totals. I'm into that. Who's the piece who, of the puzzle who's, for sure? Who's the scoring leader? The guy scored the most points. Right. But if right. that's not what everyone recognizes as what it is, that, they, that's my point. They don't. Yeah. And they need to. We need to move. Oh, but I, then don't you possibly run into like people just trying to run up scores because it's like oh if the p- total you, points is the only thing that you matters you already that- do no, you, for you, sure. You already do. David sure. Robinson, Akeem Olajuwon. Because you're trying to get your average. That's up. absolutely right. I mean, imagine if we were like, well, Mike Stanton won the home run uh, contest. You know, he, he's the home run champion with with point four, but in reality, he hit 35 home runs in 100 games, and Paul Goldschmidt hit 45 in 162 games, sure. and we gave it to Stanton because he had a higher average. 
And when you really think about it, it's kind of asinine. We don't do that in football. We don't do that in in baseball. Change basketball. Alan, congratulations. You're the scoring leader. Every sport is Even though Chris Chris averaged more. We don't care about average. Yeah, I guess the argument. Average average. I think it's more so, and I, I told you this in the hallway, but I think it's more so the average is what you can expect a player to do on any given night. It's like, hey, if Joel Embiid, it doesn't matter if he played 50 games or if he played 82 his average every single night when he steps on the floor are these numbers. And I just think it's a lot easier and more digestible to get those numbers. I don't than disagree. Having I, I don't disagree. Big, big, you, huge numbers. And you can still do that. Yeah. But when I'm giving out the scoring That's title, fine. Yeah. I'm giving it out to Allen, who scored the most points. But who cares about the scoring title? I mean. Who won, it, who won the scoring title two years ago? Joel I know Embiid. Joel Embiid won it last Boom! year, and he won it the year before that. Yes. Right, yeah. but. I don't know. Who I mean, I think I was the who was the total it, it, based on everything else we've heard about this 60, 65 games or take away three more games is sixty two. Yeah, take away that. Yeah, yeah I, I get why it's more digestible the the average, but of course, I, I just don't know why that matters more than just the total. total because because we've been trained that way, and it's time for us to start a revolution, Alan, right here hmm. today. With celebrity birthdays brought to you by Crumble Cookies. Yum, yum. Crumble Cookies, uh, you know, birthdays are meant to be spent with uh, family and friends. Yeah. And uh, nothing says family and friends more than uh, Crumble Cookies. Jason Ross. Happy birthday to Talanoa. Oh, uh, Smith. Uh, O'Leary. <laughs> okay, yes. Talanoa Hufanga. I almost forgot he's not been playing. Yes. I keep saying the Niners are, are healthy, Noah, but. Talanoa. Talanoa It is a big Talanoa Hufanga. Uh, he is 26. I like that. That's Thanks. a good one. Thanks, guys. 27. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can say 26. I want him to say 26. I'm going to say 26. But how many years is he average? Mm, that's Chris strong. Chris Verlaude for the win, 24. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. He's a little Happy birthday guy. to former king, Kevin. Herder. Former <laughs> king. Oh, you didn't hear the uh, news? Uh, Martin. Kevin Martin, yes. Wow. Oh, out of Zanesville, Ohio. <laughs> Kevin Martin is 44 today. 42. Uh, 38. 39. Allen for the win, 41. Wow. wow. Happy birthday, Rhonda. Rousey. Rousey. Yes, how old? Uh, help me. Where'd she go? Uh, she, she is 37. Yeah, she's 38. Mm. 36. 36, 37, 38. 40. 40. Uh, we have an wow. exact answer. Christopher Lott, 37. Wow. Yeah. Now my wrestlers. Holmes fight. Oh, for you? And for uh, Dave, for your wife as well, Polly Short's birthday. Christ. He's too old. Too, he's too old. Yeah. Whatever it is. I don't know. Polly Short's like, he's probably, it's weird. He's probably like 60. Yeah, he's he's 54. 56. I have no yeah. idea who this is. Okay. You don't Polly know Shore. who Polly Short is. I've heard the name, but there's no way. I've we don't have time for this, Chris. Yeah. We've got an exact answer. Chris Verlott, 56. 56. Uh, All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining us. Uh, Alan and Chris, they're next. They're going to talk Super Bowl. They're going to talk. Uh, have you guys already announced your thing, with where you're going with the thing? with the? Uh, with this, uh, we're going to Vegas. There yeah. you go. Yeah, okay. we're going to Vegas. It's official. Okay. All right. Radio Row. Mm-hmm. Guest galore. Why are you talking like an old-time 30s guy? Yeah, see, we're going to Vegas, yeah. You know how I sounded? <laughs> for a second there, I thought you got into that a little. Right, I'll be Gus. It's for real. <laughs> yeah. I got to get us, copper. We're going to Vegas. All right. Stay well, at Excalibur. All I got to say is get some sleep. <laughs> Don't stay out too late because when you get on those shows with all those interviews, as a Radio Row veteran, you got to have energy for those guys. Mm. What better place to get that energy? I don't feel like that was that strong. <laughs> I kind of telegraphed that. 
Hi, Michael Dave here. First, shut up, Chris. For, us, for American Energy Heating and Air. Well, so here's the thing. I've got an I've got an American Energy read here, guys. The American Energy read I have is for an offer that expired yesterday. Yeah, it's, it's not going to work. So if I were to say, hey, get your zero down HVAC deal, expires January 31st. Oh, it's February 1st. Uh-oh. So let me help you out here. American Energy Heating Air have been serving the greater Sacramento area since 1981. 1981, Jason Ross was in high school. Imagine that. And now, and now... They will come into your home. They will check out your system. They will ensure that it is running strong throughout the summer. I can't make eye contact with Jason. Can't do it. A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. They're great people. They're great people, just like Jason. Give them a call at 916-520-9990. That's 916-520-9990. Or AmericanEnergyAir.com. American Energy, making the uncomfortable comfortable. Styles Watkins next. Bye-bye now.